going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 what it do, my peoples? We're back again with another episode of the Bar Bar Podcast, episode 63. Everything is just slowly becoming back to normal. We've had a, a madness of the last month. What's everyone saying, man? Active. Out here, my G. My yo, G. Yo, yo, what yo. Yo, what's good? What's good? We are we back. Good? We are back. <laughs> active. We're coming to, um, as Kenna loves to say, the business end of the season. We're and how we love it. <laughs> uh, you start hearing, you know, the transfer gossips. We've got Euros around the corner. Who's going to be making onto the plane? So don't worry, guys. Even though the season's ending soon, we've got content for you waiting. It's going to be a mad one. It's going to be a big summer. It's going to be a big summer for the Bar Bar lot. As always, guys, please keep giving us love on the social media. So um, the Twitter, the Insta, Spotify, Apple Music. And more importantly, guys, we're making a presence on YouTube. So please show us some love on there. Um, but without further ado, hey, let's get it started. Uh, we're going to go straight into the games. And, you know, some, some teams are still in Europe. Some teams are already out of Europe. Some teams got knocked out of Europe. So, yeah, we're going to start with my boys that had a, uh, a devastating exit by our former manager. Like, you, you can't make this up, man. You're Tosin, like, come chat to me, man. What's going on? Shalom, Tabo, Mitchell, you man, what the hell? Oh, well, by good, good evening. <laughs> I said good evening and good evening told you to fuck off, man. I love it. I love oh, those storylines, man. It's a joke. Like, you, you can't write this, but it only happens to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. You know, but Percy Leeds goes on to score against us. It happens. It happens to Arsenal, man. It, you know what? Are we that surprised? Uh, I can't lie. I was surprised. Um, you know, what, let me go to Prez quickly because Prez, you actually were giving props to Arsenal, thinking they could get out, get out of this um, second leg fixture and make it to the yeah. final. Like, yeah. you know, there's been back and forths with managers, you know, Arteta and Ole. For you, what's what's next for Arsenal and Arteta, man? Like, it was a devastating defeat, as we all know, getting knocked out of the Europa League. People were saying the biggest game of their season, and they we've fallen at the last hurdle. Yeah, man. I mean. Uh... As my, as my boy Toast has said in previous episodes, man, I think it's time for Arteta to start picking the hearse, man, to steal his phrase. I think um, this was, as you say, a big game, uh, biggest game of the season for uh, Arsenal and the boys. And he has fallen short and, um, you know, league performance shows that, you know, not much is going on there either sitting at night. So this was really the the, the big a big moment for Arteta to kind of save the season, um, get back into Europe and, you know, build again, build again next season. But uh, yeah, he's not been able to do that. And I think there's, there's really nothing left, especially the, the feeling I get from Arsenal fans also, like there's nothing left for him to, uh, to, to do at Arsenal. I think he's, he's kind of signed his, uh, death, his death warrant. It's not called Arteta, it's called Artecas, bro. Artecas. Artecas, man. Forget that, innit? Because that's what Sertema was telling me early in the season. R.I.P. Artecas, man. Um, so, good good point there, um, Prez. Like, for me, as an Arsenal fan, I really feel we lost it in the first leg. A man tries to do um, false nine for a cover <laughs> and a false nine. Shalom, like, did, would you agree that we lost it in the first leg or did you think we could have turned it around? I think we had the opportunity to turn around the second leg. In fact, we should have turned it around, but we didn't. 
um, you would you would have expected the game we had on the first leg because you would have expected the home team to give you more of a game, which they did. But we didn't turn up in the first leg. But we're lucky enough to get a penalty. We converted it. We have an away goal. Cool. Go to the Emirates. And essentially my take from that game is experience literally beat Arteta. Because if you watched the first game, I think Unai clocked that we were killing them with on the wings. So what he did, which was very smart, is that he shut us off at the wings and we were just toothless. He doubled, yes. up. he doubled up on the wingers. He doubled up on the yeah. wingers and we were toothless. Yes, Arteta would say Jack and Missing was, a, was obviously was a big, I guess, chunk in our, um, in our team. But you would have felt like a more experienced manager would have well galvanized your team to you know play for the second for that for the the semi final the second leg because it's the biggest game of our season and the the players didn't look like they were up for it um and so yeah you have to give it to unai because it was it was a masterclass and arsenal just played to him there's nothing you can do and i i used to be a, a big fan of ateta after seeing that, I think he let me down. And yeah. And you know what's I, funny, yeah? You know what's funny when um Arsenal uh, when Arteta newly signed for Arsenal, I saw people tweeting, not not none of us by the way, but just other Arsenal fans. I saw people tweeting like, oh, I can't wait till the next Arsenal game because of Arteta. And now look, man. It is yeah. in the space of eight months, bro. It's nuts. Yeah, but, 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 but the, the, the question for you actually, do you actually ahead. think it was a masterclass from Emery, or was it just the team, our team, it was it was a masterclass because of this. Um, Emery, you know, Emery recognized the weakness, and then played in a way to counteract Arsenal's attacking threat because we had Pepe, we had um, Saka, and they all got shut down. So okay, that's that's done. What's the next thing? Our midfield is lacking. So he he played well it was a masterclass for me agreed agreed so, so, one, but one I, shot on I, target though yeah this is what i mean i'd personally i'd personally disagree with that i don't they, think they don't that. they don't need to this is they what did, you don't they understand guns blazing they, come, the they literally controlled the game and that's all they had to do they were not I good enough i think this... they even did that it wasn't a stroke of genius it wasn't a case of <laughs> by a team that okay. was like we're going to counteract arsenal's um you know what arsenal do well Arsenal just were, excuse my French, we were just shit. Both games, it was, was poor, lethargic. There wasn't anything in midfield. There wasn't anything coming from out wide. We weren't, we were so crossing mid, the so ball. Mid, what you're saying is instead we of a masterclass, it was more of Villarreal. It was a disaster it. class. It was a disaster class Marind. And I genuinely think that people are saying, oh, Emery did this. Yeah, Emery is a good coach. I'm not, he's a very good coach. I will say that. But just for the shit, there wasn't any, you know, what? The, when, when you're a footballer, what you should have first is heart. That's it. And there was no heart from any of the players. Tactics come out the come out come out the window at that. And when it comes to certain games, tactics come out the window. I can understand that, but there it wasn't tactics. That was pure just lack of conviction. We we had one shot on target the whole game, the whole game at, at home. You can't tell me that's because they were defending well. They, they weren't. Yeah. They weren't the greatest yeah. defensive Facts. team. That's very poor. That's very poor. Um, I think Tosin, um, you've you sent. Um, Mika Teta discount code for funeral services. Um, do 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 you do you think this is this is the end for him now, or can he can he save things for himself? Man, all I'm gonna say is, and 
I'll be at, I'll be on, with my suit at the funeral, making sure he's in the ground, <laughs> in it, man. Because with them other pool bearers dancing, with, with the other pool bearers dancing, you <laughs> feel me? Like it's because honestly, like it's honestly one of the most disgusting performances I've ever seen. Like, like for my for me to support a football team in a European semi final with this is your season. Like, forget the league. You're in ninth or tenth place. Like, you need to win this game to get to a final to play in Europe next season. Because chances are we're not going to play in Europe next season. And the team couldn't muster up more than one shot on target. I mean, like, there's. There's getting pammed, getting beaten by the better team. There's getting like tactically out masterclassed. And then there's literally just limping out of the tournament. That's that's all I could, how I can describe it. Like we limped out of the tournament, one shot on target. We didn't score a goal. It's just, it's just horrible, man. Like, like Arteta, like I give him credit for what he did at the end of last season, but we can clearly see he's been given a full season. That was a, fa- a facade, facade, whatever you want to call it, man. It's just... Absolutely unacceptable. Arteta needs to be gone. Like he has no business at Arsenal Football Club any longer. I'm sorry. Emery, <laughs> Emery got sacked <laughs> and he was one point or fourth place. I literally I've done the research the other day. He was one point or fourth place when he got sacked. But because the, the level of the performances weren't acceptable and pressure from the fans, he got sacked. Mikel Arteta after a full season is, is what? 11, 12 points off the top four. I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. Like, get this man out of my football club, please. <laughs> Uh, Tabo, you know, obviously after that devastating result, the club had to bounce back. And yeah, we did that against West Brom. Should be a game to win. Um, how impressed were you though from our youngsters that have sadly, and it's just this embarrassing to say, have been carrying us this season? Man, you know how it goes. We're um, happy for Smith Rowe, happy for Saka. Um you know, they're obviously progressing, but I think someone also hit the nail on the head uh, in the chat, maybe um, talking about us relying on these guys. You know, there might be a bit of burnout from them as well. So I don't know, man. I feel like the senior players just need to fix up. And yeah, there, there's no pride from the Arsenal, from the Arsenal boys. Just to echo what the guys said, that performance um, against Villarreal was shocking and unbelievable to play like that and we needed a goal and they just looked so relaxed like we were going through it it was just yeah man sorry i've lost my head right here on the pod <laughs> there's but, there's yeah. still a mentality it, in the club that like things can just are just given to us all we got to do is turn up at the emirates like that's not been the case for uh, like a year now like i don't know why the mentality is so poor like we couldn't even score a goal at home in a all or nothing game it's, it's yeah, one shot like, on target there was just no effort bro no shot on target in the second half man of a a, a, a go home game shocking yeah, our, our, our home form you know which has carried us in the past seasons it's been awful and I don't know maybe that's because not having, of having fans but thing, things have really got to change and you know some of you guys are calling for us are out um, who knows what the club would decide and as we all know um, not just Arsenal there's many discussions that have been about um, our owners so yeah man it's, 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 it's crazy but keep 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 we'll, we'll see how it goes off Arsenal as Prez said we're currently ninth um, it'll be interesting to see where we do end up finish people will say we're going to be 11th whatever it's, it's just like I've been saying um, <laughs> since January <laughs> let's just finish at a respectable um, position um, but moving on to our noisy neighbours uh, we we like to just uh, welcome back um, our very own 
see let's, cl- let's clap him in, boys. Let's clap him in. Yeah. Uh, it's good to have you back, um, Calvin. You know, they don't say... Man's obviously been playing international for his country. They'll only say catch flights, not feelings. But it seems you've been catching both. Um, last time we we may have spoke to you, it was leading up because we we have, we have to rewind it. And I'm sorry. Um, I think it was just before your Carabao Cup final. Jose was still your manager. Um, boy, a lot's happened since then. But let, let's just touch on that final quickly, if you don't mind. What, what happened, my guy? Do we really have to do this? Like, I was. Damn, gonna... We need to hear from Tottenham perspective. We didn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> right. But in a nutshell, man, I'm sure I listened to the pod and you, man, covered it a little bit, but we just bottled it again. We've done what Tottenham do. We didn't turn up. Biggest game of our season. And we never looked like we were even going to score, let alone win. So um, we got outclassed by a better team. It could have been three or four. Of course, there was a controversy with Laporte he should have been sent off but at the end of the day on the balance of play it should have been way more than 1-0 man so disappointing like looking back was it the right decision to get rid of Jose like um, I was one of the people that wanted him out but then that was what he was brought in to do win us a cup so mixed emotions really but I guess the the resounding feeling was just disappointment yet again and that the man them just let me down man and since then, Calvin, you know, things have been a bit up and down with you. So, obviously, thank you for your post-match um, review of that. The last recent game was Leeds, man. Um, boy, I mean, we all know Leeds are top quality side with um, Bielsa leading the line. We all didn't expect that result, man. What happened there, bro? Uh, it just looked like a team that had nothing left to play for, really. Um, I know we beat Sheffield United the week before, but they're bottom of the league. They're getting beat by everyone. Leeds were just better than us on the day. They're fitter, stronger, more desire, outplayed us. I think Mason was brave. He he tried to play Son and Bale quite high and hit on the counter-attack. But there were, the amount of times they were getting overloads down the sides and they were punishing us. Um, we just weren't good enough on the day. Um, obviously disappointing, but we're not going to get top four. The best we can hope for is Europa League, but I don't even know if I want that either. Like, I think I'm I'm on the fence of let's just be out of Europe altogether and just have a painful rebuild in the summer because realistically, if we're in the Europa League, it's an additional game. And are we going to win it anyway? Probably not. Like, There are so many problems at my club from the players to... I'm going to say the manager, but it's not his fault. He's been obviously been thrown into a, into a situation. Obviously, the board, Levy, Enik... There's just so many problems, man. Like the thing needs to be stripped from top to bottom, and then we need to rebuild. So, uh, as you the mentioned, there, so 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 just butting there. So, yeah. what's the next change? Because you're saying it's not the manager. Um, do do you, do you sort your manager out first, or do you sort your team first? Like, what's 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 going to happen? Because I mean, to add like fuel to the fire, we've all heard the statement. Supposedly, Harry Kane has said if you don't make top four or Champions League, he wants to leave. Like, what is next for Tottenham right now? Like we are in disarray. Like I can't even. Obviously, we know Mason's not good enough for the job. He's been brought in on an interim basis. In terms of manager, every man and their dog is turning us down. From Ten Hag, Rogers, we've been linked with. I see we were linked with Conte. Who wants to come to Tottenham? Who wants to come to this this club? I think it was a topic we had beforehand. Is is Tottenham a poison chalice? I think it kind of is. Like who would want in the right man would want to come to Spurs right now? Because you've got to do a mad rebuild. 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but you got to do a mad rebuild. you got to spend a load of money that you're not going to get. And your best player's leaving. And then other players may follow. So first things first, you've got to get a manager in place. We've got to obviously try and keep hold of Harry Kane. I don't know if that's going to be possible. And then we've got to get rid of all the deadwood. Your Eric Dyers, um, Ben Davis, Sanchez, Aurier, strip the whole team completely and just like rebuild from there. There are so many players um, in, in teams in the Premier League and playing for lesser opposition that would love a chance to come to Spurs. So just rebuild and start again, man. Uh, some big words there. Do you reckon that rebuild money would come potentially from whatever you sell Kane? If you sell Kane? Oh, I don't know, man. Like At the end of the day, if we were to sell Kane, we would have a lot of money to reinvest into the squad. And we, we may have no choice in doing so because obviously he's come out and said he wants to play in the Champions League and win trophies. But no club wants to lose their best player. So it's a tough one. Like I would try first to get rid of the dead wood, see how much money we can we can raise from doing that. And then go from there. But if we have to sell Kane, then we have to sell him in it. Like no player's bigger than the club. And we've seen with Liverpool when they when they sold Coutinho, sometimes selling your best player can can end up you having success. So we'll wait and see, man. But it's a big, big summer for Tottenham coming up. All right. Um, as I mentioned there, um Bielsa did a masterclass performance. And we don't always like to talk about our own clubs, but you know, sometimes we've got to give praise to other clubs and I have to say, from what I saw, Leeds played so good. Um, Jake, I know you caught some of the a bit of the game. How did you take Leeds' performance? Um, well, Leeds are fantastic. Like I genuinely, like, as, as much as a Chelsea fan can, love watching Leeds. I think pound for pound, they're one of the best like drilled teams in the league. Like you think the higher up teams have got star power to get them through their games, but Leeds, like how I'm saying, they're just they're relentless. As a team, they all press together. They all play together. Their style of play to watch, just from a neutral perspective, is fantastic. And yeah, against Spurs, they just continued to show that. They were a much more coordinated team. And their big players pulled out, like Bamford getting that tap in. I mean, they were ripping Spurs apart, left, right and centre. Like, it was fantastic to watch. Watching Spurs be tragic is a favourite pastime of mine. Um but no, honestly, like I continue to be impressed by them. I don't think they're going to be a threat of relegation. You know, when teams normally come up, like you think of Sheffield last year, you could maybe make the argument they were one-trick pony. Whereas I think this Leeds team, they show a lot more ambition, especially on the ball and and off the ball, to be fair, the, how high they press and how much they press. Like They don't give up. You see most teams these days, they'll do it for, what, 15, 20 minutes and then they'll let up Leeds don't do it for, or we'll press you for 90. So I think they're definitely going to be staying up next year. And I think they're going to be looking to progress like a Wolves. Well, you say progress, Jake. And I, I want to also um, add an additional question to yourself and possibly um, Liverpool fans, um, not so much United. There were strong rumours that some Premier League clubs are eyeing up Patrick Bamford. I mean, I mean, with without nope. causing... No, <laughs> without causing offence, Jake, because I know you've heard a lot of people say, "Is it time for Werner to be replaced already?" Would you take Bamford? We already had Bamford, like, or oh, take him back. I should say, didn't yeah. did make the cut. Yeah, he, well, he signed a contract extension, so I don't know how's that, how how that's gonna go. Well, everyone has their price, don't they? At the end of the day, but no, I wouldn't take Bamford. Like, you look at his big chance ratio, and I think he's like forty percent. Now, don't get me but wrong. Werner's only like twenty-two. Like, he's not exactly—he's not lighting the world on fire. 
but Bamford isn't doing amazing things either. Like, I think he's very much the guy that you sign if you're a club, let's say like Chelsea, United, Liverpool, or even like City to a certain degree, where you sign him as your backup. And I don't think Bamford needs that. Like Sean says, he, he's re-signed his contract. I think he's very much going to stay unless someone who buys him goes, yeah, you're going to be our starting number nine. So, no, I don't I think, think, I think Spurs, Spurs might take a chance, you know. I think Leeds is absolutely his level, to be honest. I don't I think agree. he could really translate any any better than like a ninth or tenth in the league, if I'm honest. Jake, um, yeah. watching the Madrid game, I was thinking ben, Benzema to um, Chelsea. I think he will fit your team. Oh, don't, don't. I, I'd love him. I'd love him, but I guess we'll talk about Chelsea in a while. I mean, we're we're going to stay with you, Jake, innit? so let's just go straight into it, man. Like, you're probably still in cloud nine. Um, how, how, how are you feeling, bro? It's been a mad week for your club. Like, um, my team is officially back to being elite. We ripped apart. No, we did. Like that, there was nothing did, to, to be fair. I, yeah. I said last week I hadn't seen a game where Cruz and Modric were that ineffective. I now have to double down on that statement because my God, they were nothing. They were so they were just outplayed completely. It was like Tuchel says before nearly every game now. Kante, when you're playing with him, you've got one and a half men, two men. He was ridiculous. Without him, neither goal gets set up. And you think we beat them, what, 2-0? We should have beat them 5-0. It was disgusting how much we were all over them. Don't get me wrong, our finishing was appalling. And that really needs to be sorted out if we're going to win anything this season. But it was absolutely outrageous how much we made Real Madrid the greatest European club in history. For with, I think there were six Champions League winners in that squad looked like they were Sunday league team. Yeah. It was un like I've gen- I haven't seen us play like that since Conte's first season where we were just all over a team. Like like I said Kante was brilliant. Jorginho made six interceptions. He was fantastic, you know. Havertz, he was pulling Sergio Ramos everywhere he didn't want to be. Mendy to amazing well, one really good save, one very good save on Benzema. It was fantastic. We made them look absolutely right. I can't say enough good things about that Madrid game. I really can't. I'll be here but, for days. Jake, yeah, so going back to the question there, would, what, what would you say then about taking, if there was a chance to get Benzema? Because he's just aging like fine wine. I think you have to take him. I think you'd have to have to take him because he is like fantastic. Like, he showed in that, in that game... And in the first leg, definitely, you give him an ounce of space, he can take advantage of it. He has still got that quality in abundance. I think in the Premier League, where it's a lot more physical, I don't think he'd be able to start every game. But I think you're thinking now, Cavani's impact at United, I think you could beat that without a doubt. So I'd definitely take him. But I don't think we're going to go for him personally. But I mean, if he's on the table, you can't sit there and ignore it. That's the way I'd say it. So, as Chelsea at the moment, as they stand, what, you're, th- you're third or fourth in the league? Yeah, third because Leicester so, are starting their bottle job again. <laughs> yeah, so you're third in the league. You've got an FA Cup final coming up. You've now got a Champions League um, final coming up. Andy, I know you've been, you've been praising him. You've got your flowers ready for him. How well are we going to rate Tuchel? I mean, even 
if he if he doesn't win those finals, but still, like, what, what are we saying? Nah, must for, he me, win those for, finals? For, for, for me, he has to win them, man. But I, I'm I'm already on the cusp of saying that Chelsea Chelsea done amazing business and very very proactive in getting rid of Lampard as soon as um, Tuchel became available. Uh, you can clearly see that he's tactically he's like you know. I wasn't too sure about him, but now that I'm seeing Chelsea and what he's been doing to them, with them, sorry, um, tactically he's, he's one of the top managers in the world, man. I can I can honestly say he can easily rub shoulders with Guardiola and Pep, sorry, Guardiola and Klopp easily. So Chelsea, Chelsea's, Chelsea actually got one and, you know, if he keeps going, he can actually become a Chelsea legend, man. But like I said, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until, you know, until it's all said and done, and then yeah, man, I got, I got, I got a big flowers for Mister Wisey's manager, man. Yeah, Drew, so, Drew, sorry, Mooney. He no, looks, no, he looks like he fits Chelsea. I'm yeah. not sure if if that if anyone can see that. He looks like he. This is his team. So I, it's I'm getting, the, the yeah, I'm, I'm getting really good vibes from <laughs> two shows Chelsea. So yeah, it looks yeah, good man, for Chelsea. It, Chelsea looks scary, man. Not, it not looks in scary. A, not, not in the sense of like. Um, I don't know, like on a city level, but just in on a on a in a sense of like on a tactical flex, they can hurt you. I think you it's finally what, you, you don't know what eleven they're gonna play. You don't know how they're gonna play. You just know Conte is gonna be moving mad, and then the rest, yeah, yeah, you just fill them in, and it's yeah. I, I don't know, you know, because like the way they're finishing this season, if they start like this next season, they could really be challenging for the title. And obviously, Jake, we don't yeah. want to put words into your mouth just yet, like they did earlier this season, but um. I wouldn't put it past him. And Shalom, I really do get where you're coming from. Like, you see it after the game, how he is with the players. Um, he's just fitted in so well, as Andy has said. As has said. Um, so for you, Jake, how do you see your, your next two finals going? Obviously, Leicester first and then Man City. Favourite for the FA Cup final. I think we should win that. I think Leicester at the minute are just capitulating massively. They're defensively they look like an absolute shambles. Like for those that watched the Newcastle Leicester game, my God, Siunchu has gone from what was it, PFA play? Well, PF, well, sorry, in the PFA team of the year last year, and yet, and that game against Newcastle, he did not know his left from his right. He was yeah, he's a criminal, that guy. Yeah, he was absolutely awful. They're playing Luke Thomas. Like um, Johnny Evans is now injured. It looks like he's going to be out for the. That's five. a very very big deal for them. Very yeah. big deal. And James Madison, ever since he came back from his injury, he's not really recaptured his form. It's really been senior man's team for the last what month or two months. So I really think we should be winning that. Champions League final, I get where Drew's coming from in terms of not on the level of City, because City should be favourites for that. The way they've played, when they play their full squad, because even though we've beaten City the last two times we've played them, we've not played their full squad. Don't get me wrong, we haven't played our full squad, but I can see where City's De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Phil Foden, Riyad Mahrez, Gundogan, that combination up front is frightening. No, so, no, Jake, don't, Jake, don't get me wrong. I, I, what I meant was like, like on paper, City looked dangerous because of the players, etc. But I think Chelsea is as dangerous, but obviously name-wise or like player-wise, you don't have yeah. the same. That's what I meant. But yeah. oh, you've, you've I, got all the chance to win the Champions League. Oh, man. No, I, I swear yeah, I was literally I mean. just about to lead to that. I think City will be favoured. But we're mm. going to definitely create chances and we are going to keep them. We're not going to make it easy on them without a doubt. Like 
defensively, ever since two cows came in, we've been absolutely fantastic. Like we have, like Rudiger has been an absolute force. Bro, that Rudiger remontada is mad. Yeah, he's looking mad. good. He's looking good. He's actually looking good. You know, he's a donk, and he's playing with a broken jaw <laughs> in the minute as well. So, like, <laughs> yeah, nah, shout, shout out to you, Sean, man. Yeah. So, um, Jake, you mentioned there, obviously, your your comparison of to some Man City players. I mean, following your Champions League victory, you did then go on to beat Man City in the league in what some were saying was the um, the friendly before the big game. <laughs> now, <laughs> how much do you take from that um, victory? Pinch of salt. Like, don't get me wrong, we needed to win that and it is a big thing. Like, my biggest thing was that even with all the changes from both squads, I haven't seen Pep play a back five in God knows how long going into his home ground and making him match our formation and doing it horrifically. Like City were like, they basically abandoned Rodri in the center of midfield and hoped for the best with that really misfiring front four. And they weren't good at all for, from my point of view, especially Jake, in the second half. Jake, with context, Aguero buries that, it's game over, right? With a bit of context. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, talk <about laughs> let's talk about that. Like, what the hell? Right. I, I will just answer that point first. I get your context, but out of those, what, three minutes in which we were down to 10 men? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. That's the flow of the game, right? No, it doesn't I, I think, doesn't matter. I think we they were, were really good in the first half. We I, thought they were good. I thought they were good in the first half of where I know you're saying Rodri struggled. In the first half, I, I think Rodri had his slippers out. I thought he was brilliant. But then in the second half, your team came out guns blazing and were brilliant, but yeah, it is what it is. I don't know if I understand the opinion, but I, yeah, I thought we were much better than C. I really do. Outside those five minutes where, well, not sorry, five minutes, more like three minutes where Christensen was off the pitch and we didn't make the substitute. Like, you are right. If Aguero decides he's going to not Penenka, like, and actually decides he's going to take a proper penalty, then it is game over. That's absolutely fair. But yeah, that. I don't actually mind the penalty. I really don't. Like Aguero doesn't give a shit anymore. Let's be fair. Yeah, he's, I he's think I think it's well. one of them. If he buries it, it's genius. He misses. It happens, man. But can't at Aguero, man. Go. Uh, I'm sorry, but well, well, you have to at him. Like, what the hell <laughs> nah, was that? For me, now nah, for me, for me, it's one of them where like uh, uh, for a player like on Aguero's level, he's probably yeah, man. Than because before, <laughs> for me, it's like it's, Andy this, facts. this can happen. Everyone misses facts. penalties. This can happen. The reason, the reason I said well is because there's certain men that were atting him hard, and I'm not going to say. Speak up, then. Oh, okay, names, oh, I was going to say yeah. that was that was why I said well in it because there were severe acts going his way, yeah. almost pissing on his legacy. Yeah. It, it it's been the goat, man. Yeah, I uh, remember. Call him up, bro. Call him up. Quick, two minutes. Hey, listen. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um. So we're going to move on to um, Man United, the Red Devils. Um, very Another very big week for you guys and a big week ahead. Um, as you know, your fans who protested um, in your ground to postpone the Liverpool match has only made it harder for, your, for you guys as you have a game week of three games. Um, however, so far so good. You progressed through to the finals of the Europa League. I mean, you killed it off in the first leg. And then you got a very, very good dub against Aston Villa. And now you've got Leicester coming up. And um, who's your game after Leicester? 
Oh, Liverpool. 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 Yeah. yeah. So impressed. They're paying the kids for Leicester and giving us the big boys for, for against us. They ain't this. Prez, I mean, let, let's let's go back to that Europa League victory. I mean, it was all said and done. Um, however, I think you and Char weren't so happy in how you performed in the way you conceded. How do you feel um, about going towards the final against Villarreal? Uh, I feel confident. Um, obviously, that that uh, away leg against Roma, um, the less that said, the better. Um, I Good think. Man, Loki got peppered, man. I yeah, can't... I can't lie to you. There were there were spells within that game, um, especially second half, probably for about ten minutes, where it was just it was moments of madness, man. Uh, defensive, defensively, we we looked a completely different team than we did from the first leg in the in the first half, even. I think. Uh, Ole decided to switch to two fullbacks and um, brought on uh, Brandon Williams and Alex Tellers. Um, you know, I'm, I think I've expressed my opinion enough about Brandon Williams. I don't think he's good enough to be in the first team. Um, and he showed a lot of his inexperiences um, on that left-hand side when they started pumping in crosses. Um, he was just getting spun for fun, if I'm honest. And um, uh, a lot of the crosses coming in from that side uh, led to uh, big chances for Roma, uh, which uh, some of them they actually put away. Uh, and we end up losing the game. Um, obviously, we had moments in the game where, you know, obviously Cavani's goal, uh, Bruno's pass was brilliant. Um, you know, I feel like first half, we we had that kind of mindset we were talking about earlier, walking into a game as if you've already won it. I mean, I know we were we were coming in uh, comfortably um, after a, a great uh, a great performance in the first leg, but it would have just been nice to kind of... Um, you know, really put them to the sword and just kill the tie completely. Where, whereas, um, you know, conversely, we had moments where we were sweating a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, we got the job done and went on to the to, to the final, which I'm pleased about. Uh, first final for Ole and all that. Um, Villarreal, uh, tricky team. It looks like they're going to be without uh, Chukwesi though, um, through through injury. Uh, he went down pretty hard, um, left on a stretcher. Uh, against Arsenal um, and obviously he's one of their bigger threats but um, definitely not going in you know thinking it's going to be a cakewalk um, but yeah looking forward to it um, Mitchell I mean <laughs> you see what at the start of the season we were having the talk about uh, Arteta and Ole now you're seeing what United are doing a serious club do you, do you still feel the same about how you at in Ole back at the start? I of want season? to hear Mitch say United are a serious club. <laughs> <laughs> He's already said it, though. He's admitted it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say, you know, are United a serious club or blah, blah. Um, obviously, this season's shown a lot of Arteta's inexperience and <laughs> just just how, how, bad, how badly run our club is. Get it out, fella. <laughs> how other clubs that to be fair I'll say other clubs have run so much better than us not just not just managerial positions owners um, buying of players selling of players we're, we're just a shambles all over so I think it runs through the whole club with us whereas United have always been a well-run club that's the owners are quite vigilant and they will they will spend money the owners will spend money um so yeah, I think that obviously it, it's it's a little bit easier. I think for Oli, that's how, that's just my opinion. I wow. think if you put Arteta 
If you put Arteta in a, in a, in a team like... Is this what Mike... You gave him the mic to say uh, this? Let's nah, what, get let's, out let's, of here. Let him finish the let That's him finish just the my opinion. That's just my oh. opinion. Oh. I would never admit... I would never admit that United or are, 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 are Oli's better than Arteta. I can't. Because I genuinely oh think Arteta is spectacular. I genuinely think that. I want this pulled up on the socials, boy. I'm just saying. I really do. I really do. All right, cool, man. Uh, <laughs> I know oh. that's hurting. I know that's hurting two people right now. Bro, I'll never... No, stay on you, my guy. Um, mm. Obviously, you then went on to get the dub against Villa. Two big games um, coming up. How, how, how yeah. do you see those next two results going? And he's tried to um, make a jib saying you're going to put a week inside, but, you know. Yeah, no, nah, I think um, Oli's already alluded to it, to be honest. He's kind of spoke about... Um, for two youngsters um, in, in our youth academy, sort of getting some minutes, and I, I don't. Well, I think they will come on maybe against Liverpool, but I, I can see him doing the changes for Leicester because you got to bear in mind. I think Leicester have their FA Cup final too, so they're going to be resting players. So it's probably the best opportunity to do so. Um, so yeah, I'm confident. I reckon we will win against Leicester and draw against um, Liverpool. Personally. Mm. Mm. All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Andy, why are you quick to jump on the boat and say they're going to rest their week inside? Like, obviously, they want to apply small, small pressure to Man City because technically, Man City ain't won the league yet. So, why do you assume that they're going to play week inside? Because obviously, not officially, but Man City has won the league. Um, and obviously, Liverpool is Arsenal is United's biggest rival. So, if they can help Leicester out. By shutting down Liverpool, it's two flies in one hit, I guess. So, did yeah. anyone see all his comments after the win? Yeah, what, what you got to say to that, Char? Some are saying how the mighty have fallen. What did he say? He basically said, In short, oh yeah, we stopped Man City from winning the league for another week. <laughs> Bro, that's the only thing we can do, isn't it? That's look, he's I, I see what he's what he's trying to do, and in, in the sense that he's just you know, trying to keep there's a, like a form of motivation within the league. The reality is he knows that we're not going to win it, but I think he's just, he's almost playing at, at that whole concept of like staying motivated by keep, like by keeping obviously City um, waiting. I've got a question though. How, how how do you United fans really look at City? Like City are in the Champions League final. You yeah. guys are in the Europa League final. City yeah. are about to win the league. Like how, how do you guys look at this? Because they're actually your City rivals. Like Yeah, I obviously I don't, I don't know on, on Prez's side, but for me, See, see, don't. They, I think we're well, a few players short in terms of maybe challenging them for the league and in terms of a whole thirty-eight game season. However, in terms of sort of man for like man for man and player for player, I don't fear them anymore. A couple of years ago, even probably, I'd probably even say, I probably even say when Alex towards the end of Alex Ferguson, when they started getting really good, even though we won the league when when. Um, Van Persie scored that free kick. City were fearful, like, every, like everyone was sort of scared of them. They had they had the good players, then. and then obviously throughout this whole period, they've obviously been a lot more dominant than we have. But now, like this season, um, when we play them, I think minus the probably the semi final of the um, the Carabao Cup. Uh, uh, yeah, City don't don't. Feel, I think man, we 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 can take a, we can, we, can, we can take them on. No, no, no. I'm not even to, I'm not even talking about United City in an isolated game. Just City mm. in, in terms of stature, they're like. A bigger club than you guys now, in terms well, of no, they're not a bigger club. No, no, no. They're, they're a more successful club. Hold on, yeah, with six, six, six. Sorry, successful club in terms of like they're the going to the bigger trophies. Yeah, 
and unite on. But how how are you guys looking at it? That's, because, that's, that was my yeah, question. But then then we just have to start talking talking numbers, isn't it? Like we've yeah, got bro, thirteen trophies. That's the only thing we can go by. <laughs> okay, let me, not... let me okay, let me say this. So let's say like um when Tottenham reached the Champions League final, Arsenal fans were hurt. Is it the same case for United fans? That's basically what I'm trying to say. Or is it like you don't you like you guys don't care about the No, because Arsenal fans haven't experienced winning the Champions League. We have. So even if City win it, right, Munya, move on, man. He's not getting my thing, man. I, I get you said that. My answers simple. <laughs> nah, you're not. You're not answering my question. Uh, here, I'm here, to bring up here, ask me. Let's ask me. Sparring session. Let's stop this sparring session. Um, let's move on to your club, Kenna, Andy. Um, boy, what's been? I mean, what's really happening at Liverpool? No one really cares about you, man, at the moment. Now out of Europe, um, league form. I don't know where you man are. Just in the mixer. Um, showing up to be like the one of the US title um, defenses in Premier League history. Um, you got the double against Southampton. What's the question, fella? What's the question? <laughs> There's no question, bro. I'm just warming it up for for our listeners. Like what? Um, there's not much to talk about, you man. But you got the double against Southampton. What, what's yeah. going on at your club, really? That's the question. What's going nothing, on? Nothing much, man. Match got cancelled. You know. Okay, let's really jumping at me. I'm just on a <laughs> people are on edge, boy. Fam, building up the scene. Like we do hey, this. Sam, I know, I'm not used to be into business team, business end of the season, not having nothing to talk about. That's why, bro. We're just looking forward to next season, hot. man. <laughs> we're not, we're not, you know, we're just enjoying the ride of the other clubs in Europe and that. Chelsea okay, United. So, as Kenna was asking, what are the questions? Kenna, are you making top four? We'll see, man, in it. Wow! Oh, get off that fence, man. It's 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 what, what happens that mm, yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Oh, we missed that one, Joe. <laughs> nah, nah, being real, being real. We need three out of four, three wins out of four games. To be fair, we need United to do us a favor. Um, I, I, I never thought I'd say that for a while. You know, I, last time I said that is we needed them to beat City to win the league, and now we need them to beat Leicester for top four. Life comes comes you far, bro. You man, bro the same Fuck. season that Donnie's were going mm, you know yeah. it's crazy it's the same yeah. season it's Christmas that's what Mandem was saying if you, if you, they call that day and night what just said you know how mad that is that's they call that day and night man. same season Mad. now Andy you know, you know what I was even deep in it this week I was saying yo I, I would even be happy to finish like seven so we don't get that UEFA conference that conference thing, thing bro it's crazy oh. man <laughs> what position gets that um, six. conference thing six Six, mad. Hey, let's finish 11th, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the fall off has been televised, boy. I mean, yeah, we really need to ask, like, Kenna, Andy, what, what is next? Because I know, you see, you're saying you could make top four. You don't mm. want that sixth position. You could get that sixth position. <laughs> I mean, top four, top four is really not in our hands, man. So, for me, personally... Um, I, I, I know. Mathematically and by numbers wise, yes, I agree. It's not yeah, in our hands, but it is in our hands because if you look at Leicester's running, what they have left, my God, if they get three out of three wins, what they have left, but Kenna, that's spot. fine, bro. But we will f- we will flop it against someone. Oh yeah, but West it's Brom. in our hands. No, we will lose to West Brom, bro. <laughs> no, and I agree, but it's in our hands. If for me, if we win three out of the four, if not four out of four, we'll make the Champions League. But like you're saying, yo, shaky man, shaky. Bring next season, man. Yeah, we're here, man. Bring next season. 
I mean, I know we said we're coming to the end of the season where we start discussing transfers and whatnot. What, what, what changes need to happen? Because as I mentioned, you guys were the current champions and you've not been able to, one, retain it or at least, you know, show some effort of retaining. What has to change at your club at the moment? Because you've, you've, you've been pointing fingers at Firmino and saying some of your big players haven't been turning up. Is, is, is that what it is at the moment? Trans, people need to go, people need to come in? Yeah. We need it. Front three. Front three and get our players back and get everyone who's injured back in. And change your whole front three, you say? Yeah. Not a whole front three. A nine. A nine and maybe one more other attacker. That's what we need. Mm. Well, an entire challenge next season, yeah? Of course. Of course. <laughs> Yo, we've we've got oh, three centre backs. We've got three centre backs coming back fit, and a new Bro, one. Kenna, you don't even need to talk to all right, man. All right, I'll see you, man, on the other side. Bro. Wow, yeah. still Yo. moving prestige from the depths. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah, Kenna, do you Kenna, do you reckon VVD will be back to his best? No, impossible. That's what you man are praying for. No, 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 no. It's impossible. It's impossible. Like I think I've said this before. I don't believe I can name two or three players who have returned to a previous level following the injury he's you, had you, like you in history this, yeah? in Kenna, history you say this but I think I think if he skips the Euros which will be hard for him to do but if he, he skips that then maybe he will no no but I'm t- going by let's say uh, objectively it's I'm not even going to expect it however VVD at 80% is better than any of our other centre-backs and more centre-backs in the league so that's how I have to see it but Shalom to answer your question no not really Calvin, cool. as some, someone that plays football as well, like, do, do you feel Liverpool maybe have burnt out for how they've just dropped in performance so massively? Or, like, what would you think has been the reason to uh, Liverpool's decline? Um, obviously, injuries is a big thing. Like, they have been unfortunate with the injuries they've had. Um, but I think in terms of the, the front three, it can become stale. Like, you see it at clubs a lot of the time after the third season numbers start to tail off a little bit and you need a little freshen up. And I think they had that with Jota originally, but then he got injured. And also I think other teams, they, they become aware of your, your threats and they, they they set certain traps defensively to make things more difficult. Um, I think Liverpool will be, will be back, man. They're going to obviously get Van Dijk back, Gomez back, like what Kenneth said. They're probably going to make some signings in the summer as well um, to freshen things up. It, it could be a case of burnout. It could be a case of like teams becoming wiser to, to their tricks, but Liverpool is still a top side, isn't it? I still think they're going to get top four this year. Um, and I think they'll be back next year, man. I'm loving that objective view from you, Calvin, man. Well done on that, man. Yeah, I, you know you. what? My season's done, isn't it? So all I, I can do that. is... I hear just... that. Some of these other, man, you get me. I, I like yeah, nah, listen, Liverpool is still a top side, man. Like I think they just need... Obviously, like you can't account for the injuries that, that, that they've had this season, but... There's no doubt in the talent, but like like Kenneth said, I think a freshen up. Maybe I, I might have to players. respectfully disagree with you. Sorry, Munya. I might have to respectfully in, in regards to the injuries because yes, you can't account for that, and we've had a lot of them. But at the same time, man, the front three uh, minus Salah, but Mane and Firmino have not stepped up, man. And I think this is where we failed. They have they have ultimately failed us, in my opinion. When I look at it. Yeah, they've definitely and, been below par, hundred percent, man. I can't deny that. Yeah. But like when when Jota came in and was doing well, he got injured. So it, it, yeah, yeah, his injury caused the decline as well. But yeah, we'll be back, man.
Uh, cool. Saying is, we'll, we'll watch this space. Um, Calvin reckons if we'll make top four. Maybe like Jake said, Leicester um, will do their end of season bottle, which they did last year, which which will really be like asking a lot of questions at like Brendan because obviously if Leicester do fall out of the top four again, because um, they were third at one point and they it'd, it'd be quite embarrassing, but only time would tell. Um, but yeah, the weather's getting better. Um, <laughs> lockdown's easing here. Um, let's grab some shots, man. Let's get ready for summer. Um, Jake, I know you definitely got a shot this week. What are you telling me? Yeah, if I were to take all the shots I wanted to this week, we'd have to get the paramedics on standby. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Um, but I will be responsible and j- take just one, and it's got to be for Ngolo. Like a lot Ngolo. of Chelsea fans, you go back to say even a year ago, I think people were saying, Is it time to sell him up? and we finally got him fully fit. We've got him in a system which shows off his qualities. And both man of the match wards against Madrid, the kid is unbelievable. When he's in this form, he has a credible shout at being one of the best, if not the best midfielder in the world. He's just so impactful. Absolutely love the guy. Like Just as a person, let alone as a player. So <laughs> I hope he continues. Uh, we know he's a regular list of the pod anyways. Um, United fans, I know you, man, got some shots after this week you've had. <laughs> yeah, boy. I've got a, I've got a young shot, man. Uh, a young... Um, what, what, am I, what am I shot in today? Maybe a young sort of rosé tequila um, for... <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> for um, my guy, Bruno, the shooter, Fernandez. Um, I think he's one goal away... Well, He's just equaled um, a record for the most goals from a midfielder um, from the, in the Premier League. I think he's just rec- um, equal 27 from Frank Lampard. So he's obviously one goal away from from making um, history. So yeah, man, I've just got to I've got, I've got to give a shout out, a quick shout out to him, man. Shooter. Jeez. Yeah, my one is just for this congested fixture list that we found ourselves in um, over the next sort of 10 days, man. Um, obviously, it's a lot of fixtures. Um, we only have so many players. Um, and obviously, I know Ole is, wants to play our strongest teams in every game, but we have to manage uh, each of our key players' loads. And I hope that he gives um, you know, some of our players adequate rest, um, likes of Paul Pogba, likes of Bruno. Um, Harry Maguire might be out. Um, but yeah, just a, a vote of confidence and encouragement for my boys um, for the next 10 days man um, yeah keep keep it strong and I know you know some Arsenal fans it's been a tough week I know we've got some shots boys yeah I got a shot lined up but I need like a Patron or something like that sound a bit stronger <laughs> uh, my shot is actually for a man like Bakayo um, obviously people question his star boy mentality or whatever it is recently and time and time and time again he proves them wrong he, do you know what i was actually I'm, I, I, we need to get like a hashtag trending on twitter hashtag saka doesn't deserve this because bro the way he plays especially in the game on sunday um he's head and shoulders above everyone else in the team and creativity um he's more than he's more than what people say people are like oh how many goals he scored he's just he's he, everything goes through him his awareness, his running. Well done, man. He's carried you, man, from tenth to ninth. Yeah, hey, I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm not adding anyone else's star boy. I'm just picking up my star boy. So mm-hmm. shout out to Saka. I'm just going to take a shot of Patron for him because, again, hashtag Saka doesn't deserve this. Yeah, I got I got a shot still. Um, got to take a shot for Mikel Arteta again. <laughs> going to have to take one of them Greek 70% vodkas you can only find on a Greek <laughs> island. Like, you know, them strong things there. Coronation, uh, yeah, saying this. You understand? <laughs> you understand? Because, I mean, I said earlier on in the season that I was Arteta in until he digs his own grave. I mean... As we all know, I mean, he's in the hearse currently. Like he's on the way to the, he's on the way to the, the cemetery, man. Because he's a wolf in sheep's clothing, man. Like the job is too big for him. Like he's made us unbelievably worse than when he when he took the job. So there's not really much more left, really. I just don't want to see Arteta come August, man. So yeah, man, he needs to come out of the club, really. Ish. It gets like that. It gets like that. Uh, cool. Um, some very strong shots there. I think I might have to take. I might have to take that one as well, Vitos, because I've, I've been trying to defend him, but I don't think I can anymore. Um, as I said at the start of this episode, guys, um, keep supporting us on the socials. Um, don't worry, the season may be coming to an end, but hey, we've got a jam-packed. Um, load of stuff to share with you guys the Euro final lineup um, obviously T end of the season awards um, team of the seasons all we're going to be coming out but yeah keep showing us love on Spotify Apple Music the socials um, Insta Twitter and like I said at the start we're doing this YouTube thing man so show us some love like subscribe you know the rest it's Barba and we out peace easy Peace and love. Peace, people. Hey, hi.